Hello, I'm Julian Ingle, the Deputy Head of Ask. Welcome to this Ask podcast on Reading Analytically. Today I'm going to talk about strategies that can help you to become a more analytical reader and ways of getting more out of your reading. One of the key features of university degrees is the amount of reading you're expected to do, as you've probably realised when you've looked at the reading lists for your modules. This may seem a bit obvious, but the reading list is only a guide. You're not required to read everything on it. But it's worth thinking about what you actually need to read for a particular module and course. And it's worth spending time prioritising the book chapters, articles, videos or other resources and then putting together a plan of your reading that relates to the assignments you're doing. But that's a separate area. I should also say that when we're thinking about reading at university, you rarely have to read a whole book from cover to cover. Obviously, there are some exceptions. For example, if you're studying a particular text for a literature or a history degree. But generally, we have to be selective and prioritise what we read. What I'd like to think about now are ways to make your reading do more work and to help you become more confident at identifying arguments, evaluating what you're reading and enabling you to make better use of the time you spend reading. You may hear some of your tutors grumbling that students don't read anymore, don't read enough or variations on this theme. I think perhaps this is something they've always said and was probably said to them when they were students. Who knows? I'm not sure how accurate this is, mainly because the ways we read have changed significantly as a result of digital technologies. What I do know is that there is a tendency to separate reading from writing, and think of these as two separate activities. I think this is a mistake. My argument is that we we need to reconnect reading and writing, and that if we do this, then both of these areas will benefit. So I often talk about reading into writing and the opposite, writing into reading. What I mean will become clearer as the podcast continues. Another important aspect is whether we're reading on a screen or a hard copy of a book. Most of us these days are reading on screens, our phones and tablets, laptops, etc. As someone who was brought up on hard copy books, my preference is always for paper-based books, but I still read a lot on screens. There is a line of argument that the quality of our reading is reduced by reading on screens because of our concentration levels. I'm not sure I agree and I'm not clear how you could show this in any really valid way. What I am aware of is that they are very different. Reading on a screen for long periods can be much more tiring because of the nature of screens. So it's important to give yourself regular breaks. But one of the advantages of screens, and things like PDFs for example, are the search and highlight functions, which can save an incredible amount of time. And you can copy and paste whole chunks of text, which perhaps isn't the best way of helping you to remember or identify specific arguments, but can be useful sometimes. Most of us, and I include myself, tend to read in quite unfocused ways. In that we start reading a book or an article, make a few notes or highlight or underline sections of the text we like or think are important, which is fine as far as it goes, 
but one of the problems is that we then find it hard to remember what the text was about, and so I have to keep going back to it to check what was said. So it's important to have a sense of purpose in our reading. What are we looking for and why? But also, at the same time, to make the reading do more work. And if you go to our Moodle site, you'll see examples of reading activities that, that relate to what I'm talking about. Let's go into a bit more detail and explore a few strategies to help our reading. First, it's a good idea to break down your reading activities into manageable blocks of time. Set a time limit, half an hour, 45 minutes. Depending on how you're feeling, this may vary, but try to avoid reading for more than an hour without a break. Breaking your reading down into blocks of time helps with concentration. And you'll also learn how much you can do in any given time period, which is really useful for planning your time. So how do we give our reading more focus? As well as breaking the reading down into manageable blocks of time, it really helps to be explicit about why you're reading what you're reading. And here's the first of three short activities that help with that process. So why not try this activity? Choose three key terms or concepts from your text and define or explain them in your own words. Can you then expand on these definitions or explanations? Here's the second activity. Before you read, spend three or four minutes writing down a particular question or questions to ask of the text. Questions are what drive our thinking and can really help us narrow down what we're trying to do. For example, you could write, what is the writer's standpoint on feminism? Or, how does hyaluronic acid abolish fibroblast-induced contraction of collagen gels in vitro? Or, perhaps more focused and even more complex, how does this article or this writer respond to another article or writer's ideas of X or Y? As you read, make a note of sections of the text that you think say something about your questions. Once you've finished this block of reading, Spend five to ten minutes making notes of your reactions to those sections. Here's the third and final activity. Highlight the section of the text that you think is most significant. Now paraphrase it in your own words. Now add a sentence or two explaining why this point or section is key for you. You can build on this activity if, for example, you're working with more than one text. Once you've done this highlighting with two texts, write a paragraph that discusses both points. You could start, if we consider text one or idea one in the light of text two or idea two, or by looking at text one and text two together, da da da, da. or by doing why text one shows the X about text two and so on. So you can see that rather than just highlighting or underlying, underlining or copying notes from the text that you're reading, by responding to questions and writing and paraphrasing, you're not only making your reading do a lot more work, you're also becoming better at paraphrasing other people's ideas in your own words and 
at the same time, paying more attention to arguments in texts. Using these kinds of strategies and approaches to texts will help you become a better reader and writer and enable you to become more confident at identifying arguments in a text, all of which will help you become a more analytical reader.